prepared will be in the book of the book of Mark chapter 11 verse 25 and 26 to settle to settle ourselves and get ready to get in the spirit and receive the word may your ears be open may your eyes be Focus, may your thoughts be upon his word. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your knowledge and revelation. And we thank you, Father, for being here in the midst of us. As we begin to get in your word, I pray, Father, that you will just touch us and continue to minister to our hearts. And we always give you glory and honor and praises truly belongs to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So get your hearts ready. Now, I pray that you guys have your thing ready. As I ready to start the word. Mark 11, 25, and 26. The title is Unforgiveness. We might argue with our siblings, our uncles, our aunties, our parents. But as a believer in Christ, we need to have unforgiveness. No, we need to forgive. This month is flying. This is already the third week. Just to recap, last week was forgive and no worries. The second week was move forward. And today's message is unforgiveness. There's results of unforgiveness in our hearts. And we'll touch bases on today to give you better insight in how to deal with it. Amen? So let's be prepared. And when we stand praying, forgive if we have an ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Verse 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, Forgive your trespasses. Isn't it amazing how God gives us instruction and how God gives us guidelines to forgive? But we're talking about the believers that have unforgiveness in their hearts. So what we just read in that two scripture passage, Jesus is talking. Usually when it's in red, that's giving us attention what Jesus is saying to us. So the instruction by Jesus, we need to forgive. How do we forgive? Let's start with prayer. Begin to pray. And what's the benefit of praying? It's important to understand this, guys. If you have the brilliance mind of Einstein continue to absorb that in your brain cells memories but if you're like me I always like to write it down 
I didn't say I wasn't Einstein, but I like to write it down. The heart and mind get you in the right mood when you pray. Calmness begin and you begin to relax after you pray. When was the last time you prayed and you got all upset and you got all hyped? It does the opposite. It gives you the opposite reaction effects. Praying begins to relax you, calm you, and you just feel more at peace. Try it. It works. Well, how do I pray? Simple. You can do this. You can do this. God will listen to your prayer. Some people have a certain ritual. They get on their knees. Nothing wrong with that. Because God did say that. They do this. They close their eyes. Some people open their eyes. They look around and pray. They'll listen to your prayer. And everyone was talking and said, Oh, this is how you pray. Get on your knee. No, everyone said, You need to be in a pronged position, laying down praying. Oh, God, no. You need to do this. And then the one guy said, I fell off the ladder and I was dangling off the ladder. God heard my prayer when I was upside down. So God can hear your prayer anywhere in any position. Whether you have a ritual, knee, or standing, God will hear your prayer. So remember that. Here is the definition of forgive. <laughs> Listen to this. Stop feeling angry, resentful towards someone. For an offense flaw or mistakes. If they do something, forgive. If a person said, Lord, forgive me and have mercy on me. And then all of a sudden, this is what happens. All of a sudden, you begin to have flashback of the past. And it just comes to your memory. And then you begin to think about it. If you forgave, you let it go. And we, last week I think it was, move forward. Stop holding on to the past. Stop thinking about what happened days, months, years ago. Let go of what grips you daily. Oh, let me say that one more time. Let go of what grips you daily. What gripped your mind that was so traumatic, that traumatized you? Have you had the ability to let it go on your own? The answer is no. It's through God and the power of God to let you go and set you free. So let go of it and let your heart be free. The condition is you must forgive. Can you do that? If God said it, we must obey. We tend to justify our action of not forgiving the person because it was a terrible thing they did to us. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Is there any trace of unforgiveness in your heart? Oh, God knows it. You don't need to show it to me and camouflage it because God knows it already. Here's the symptoms, plural, of unforgiveness. Even though you said, Lord, I forgave. <laughs> Here it is. Constantly thinking of it. Constantly think of it. I used to do that constantly. But I didn't realize I was doing a double standard in my walk. Here's a written example. Oh, I know the word. Apparently it wasn't evidence in my life because I didn't show it. So I was being a hypocrite, me personally. But God began to deal with my heart to change. So are you constantly thinking what took place in the past? If I told you a story of what my family did to me, it was just like Joseph. That's how I felt. What about your surrounding friends and family and believers? Do you constantly think about it? Those are the symptoms of unforgiveness. Despite you said, Lord... I forgave that person. So you want people to think that you're spiritual, but it's not the case. Uneasy feeling when you see them. I always use sales as an example because I was in sales for quite some years. If a person took a thousand dollars of commission out of my pocket, how would you guys feel? Some of you guys will be doing this, duking. I'll be like Pacquiao. But he does the softball, left hand. Come on. You took my money. Let's give it back. Let's go. Is that an act of a Christian? No. But some Christians kind of do it kind of like undercover. Watch this. I'm going to say it out loud because I'm thinking it. Watch this. Lord, I forgave that person. Or I'm going to take his customer, I'm going to steal it, and I'm going to get that $1,000 he took from me. I'm saying that out loud for you to say that's what happens in the mind, but you don't say it out loud because you're trying to be holy in thou. Oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord. But you're thinking like this. I'm going to get even with that person. I'm going to get even with that person over there. See, and that's in the mind. So the mind is a playing field for us to control. Uh-uh, get out of my mind. In the name of Jesus, I break all the powers of the enemy and those seducing spirit. Get out of me in Jesus' name. And watch after you say that. Poof, it's gone. Gone with the wind. Your vital signs goes up. You know, when I was visiting my mom in... The Colton City, I've never been there. I went the first time going there. Big hospital, specialized in stroke victims. And they got all these monitors and IVs. And guess what happened? There was a vital sign right here, and it checks your vital sign. And there was 50 people when I went. And there was more yesterday, and there's kind of going to be more today. If you don't know our size, our family is ginormous. 
if they all came, the fire marshal said, ah, we got too many people here. The vital sign she had, she started getting overly anxiety, anxious, and her blood pressure started to go up. I saw it. I saw it. And then all of a sudden, the beep, 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 beep. And then the nurse had to come in there and reset it because there were too many people in the room. So that's how we feel when we see that person that we forgave, but there's still ill feeling of that individual. You can't fool God, but God knows all things. And we're going to get to that in a moment. Mean thinking, plotting evil against that person, avoiding them. We have to stop. It should stop today. If you're having those symptoms, it has to stop. Because warning by Jesus, according to the scripture, we just talked about it, Mark 11, 25 and 26. Warning by Jesus, if you do not forgive, your father will not forgive you. Here's the consequences. No way. Yes way. Proverbs 28 verse 9 said, He that turned away thy ear from hearing the law, the word, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Let me give you the NLT version. God detests the prayer of a person who ignores the law. Uh-oh. That's big, guys. Let me re rephrase that, or let me repeat that. God detests the prayer of a person who ignores the law. In other words, who ignores the word. Here's the consequences. God does not listen to our prayer. If we intend to go back to our sin as soon as we get off our knees. That's amazing. I've done that before. I said, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Forgive me of everything I said and done. As soon as I get up and wake up, I walk away, I'm just doing my thing. All of a sudden that thought comes back to you. You didn't think of it. It just came. Boom. How did that happen? And then all of a sudden you begin to meditate on it. You're right. And you're talking to yourself. After that thought came. I'm going to have to get even with them. See, you just prayed and then all of a sudden you went and do your own thing. You're ready to take care of your errands and your chores. And all of a sudden the thought came back to you. Remember, Satan is cunning. So subtle that you're thinking that you're thinking the thought, but it was Satan that said, uh-huh, I got him. He thought it came from his own thought, but Satan said, let me give a subtle thought to him. That's how he talks to us. So the result is God does not hear your prayer. When we forsake our sin and follow him, God is willing to listen. No matter how bad our sin is, he will listen. See, guys, if you did an adultery or you did fornication, if you did this, guess what? If you stole a million dollars or you killed somebody, all you got to say is, Lord, I repent. But the problem is why we feel so bad because we keep thinking that 
How can he forgive me when I just murder somebody? God can't do that. He can. No matter how bad the sin is, God will forgive you. How many times would he forgive you? As many as it takes for you to grow. See, guys, if God put a limit on his patience for us, are we doom and gloom? I think so. Because it took me a long time for God to have patience on me. So when I see a person like you guys trying to grow in your faith, I want you to fast forward to be where I'm at. Meaning, I went through a lot of heartaches. But I shouldn't force you to be in that level because you know why? Because your level will be in God's timing. My timing with God was, took a long time. You know why they call them elders of the church? Because they've been around a long time and they went through a lot. And they gain experience from that in God's wisdom. He will listen to your prayer if you truly repent from your sins. Amen? And here's the two scriptures you can say. This, take this to the bank. This works. 1 John 1, 9. And then I'm going to give you another one you probably haven't heard. Here we go. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess, it's condition, conditional. God said, if you don't repent, then I'm not going to forgive you either. Listen. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of some of our sins and cleanse us from some of our unrighteousness. Let me see who's paying attention and who knows that scripture. Did I say that correctly or incorrectly? Incorrect. Thank you. The word is to forgive us all. And he'll cleanse us from all the unrighteousness. Here's the second if you haven't memorized it, memorize it. Psalms 32.5. I actually like it. Here it is. Acknowledge my sin. So you have to acknowledge your sin. I acknowledge my sins unto thee. And my iniquity, which is immorality, have I not hid. Because God knows all. I said, I will confess my transgression unto the Lord. And thy forgave the iniquity of my sin. If you can do that, memorize that. Now God, you have an avenue to get back to God. In other words, God had them turn his back on you. Okay? Did you have a secret intention to do it again? Do you have a secret intention to do it again? God hears our intention as clearly as the heart of our words. 1 John 3.20 says, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and knoweth all things. I want you to keep that in mind. Omniscient. Having infinite awareness, understanding, and insight possessed of the universe and complete knowledge. God knows the future. God knows already the path. But guess who knows your past also? Hint. Satan. So if Satan knows your past, what is he? the tendency of him to come back and put that thought back into your mind? 
We call that in a season. Some of you guys are challenged today. Some of you were challenged all the beginning of this year and the trace of it from last year. Because the enemy works so subtly, you guys don't recognize it, but you're thinking it is your thought, but sometimes it's actually Satan's thinking that for you to make you think that. So if God is all-knowing, guess what? He's going to know if you're going to be tested to do it again. So be strengthened in the Lord. Unforgiveness, the consequences, is simple. Whatever you pray for, it will be delayed. What will be delayed? Your finances, healing, and ministry. You know why I listed that way? Because it happened to me. I thought I was self-righteous in the Lord and knew the word. But some of the word wasn't alive and truly living in me. Because that I overlooked. And I thought I was in good standing with God. And then when God said to start examining yourself, I said, Lord, forgive me. I overlooked it and I thought I was better than that. But in reality, that was my hindrance. And I was um, struggling with that. But now, thank God, God began to change my life. Especially to have more patience. Psalms 37.4. This part here, most people use this to twist the scripture. Here we go. And over-spiritualize the scripture. Here it is. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. <coughs> what does that mean? First of all, in order to God, for him to give you the desire, you have to delight in him. How do you delight yourself in him? Align with the word. In other words, be doers of the word. Sometimes when we pray, you think God's going to answer your prayer and you say, God, you're not doing it. Now, here's what happens. Because you're not aligned and then you have selfish motives of your prayer. And I'll give you an example. God, I pray for a million dollars. May you bless me and put it in my Wells Fargo account. And I will start doing the ministry. All of a sudden, he gives you a million dollar account. And all of a sudden, you start buying a yacht and all that stuff. Or a small boat. Because I don't think you can buy a million for a yacht. I think you need about 20 million. 1 John 5, 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. Uh-oh. Listen to verse 15. And if we know that he hear us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that will desire of him. Are we praying for his will for us? See, the guys, you got to get this. Our prayer should be saying, Lord, what is your will for me in my direction? Instead of saying, Lord, you gave me a desire in my heart. My desire is to go left and go over here and start a business in bowling. But God told you to start a ministry. So is the will of God in your life to pray that way? I pray for the will of God for us, for me to go in the direction you want me to go. Because when you say desire, it's already God's plan. God is trying to put that in you to create that excitement and that burden to do it. 
I was listening to a pastor last night on KKLA. And there was like three or four other pastors. And T.L. Moody said, look down there. And they were in a tall building. Look down there in the street and you see all the people. What do you see? People say, oh, they look busy. They're doing all this. And, and then one of the guys, oh, they're, they're arguing. One guy's, oh, there's so many people there. And you know what T.L. Moody said? According to this quote scripture of the pastor that was preaching it. He began to sob and said, look at all those souls that's going to go to hell. See, guys? It's all about winning souls for God. That is the will of God for us to win souls. Are we praying for the will for God to be His will? Are we listening to the Word of God right now? Are you executing the Word in your life? Are you truly doers of the Word? You know why there's so many questions I ask? Because it makes you think, are you doing it? And if you're not doing it, start today. How much is Jesus living you? I said that to Malloy when we had our dinner yesterday with the family. Because Malloy is, you know, doing schooling and she's trying to make her adjustment. It could be overwhelming. And I asked all the kids to give an advice to her. And all the advice was pretty much spiritual. And I said to her, how much do you have Jesus, Malloy? And I think she got it. When you put on the whole armor of God, is it truly on? Can you see the difference versus the armor on and off? Guys, when I put on the whole armor of God, I begin to protect my heart and my mind and my eyes. Because when you look at your eyes, you can see things and it might take you away from your walk with the Lord or compromise it. That will determine how much you will release your forgiveness of that person. Okay, if you don't know, it's in Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18. In closing, loving others with the love of God is a, a lot easier. Continue to practice daily. Guys, if someone irks you, look at them. Not only show love, but demonstrate love. Because some of you guys might be agitated and really uh, develop certain feelings toward that person in the wrong direction. So practice loving that person, even though they don't deserve your love. Because remember, it's God's love in you to show the love to them. For the emotion to be under control, you need to continue to speak the scriptures and meditate on his word day and night. And you need to forgive seven times 70. And you, here's the question. If you can do everything what I just said there, seven times 70, meditate on the word day and night, speak the word out loud, then you can smile with no bitterness to those who did you wrong. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I pray for today, Lord, that though we say we forgave those person, but some of the symptoms tends to rise up, and it's already 2018 into the second month. 
There is a battle going on in their lives, Lord. And I pray for not only deliverance to be set free, but the power of God to change their life through the Word, the Holy Bible, the Word for instruction, guideline, and to continue to live this holy life. It is not easy, but it's God living through us, through the power of the Holy Spirit, our Lord and Savior. Only you can do this. And I pray, Father, that you will just show them direction and revelation and to have a made-up mind. When we meditate on those things of people, what they did wrong or we don't like them, it's not for us to say and judge. We just say, let it go and begin to pray for them and then show the act of mercy and love and compassion for those people because they don't know better. Just like Jesus said, God, they don't know what they do. Forgive them of their sins. That's what Jesus said. I pray, Father God, that you'll give us a change of heart, that this unforgiveness will be gone completely starting today. And I pray, Father, that you will do it in such a way that they will see a difference and next week they will be free from that and their heart will be set free. So we thank you and give you glory and honor in the mighty name of Jesus. And we always ask for traveling mercy. And for those people that hear me through the airwave, may you be touched by the power of God. If you don't know who Christ is, it's a simple solution and a formula. If you believe on the Lord Jesus, then thou shalt be saved. As simple as that scripture, God will honor that. And if you repeated that after me, now you become a family. Welcome to the family of God. I am born again. And may you tell someone that I just accepted that prayer through Pastor Nick's prayer. All glory and honor go to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.